We welcome you to the I Believe in Jesus broadcast. We are so excited to be back with you this morning. We thank the Lord Jesus for this opportunity. Uh, we just praise you uh, for all things. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, God, for this opportunity to be with you. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for uh, the people that are listening. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your goodness and your mercy towards us every day. We're just rejoicing in Jesus. We're rejoicing, and we are glad to be in his presence. And I want to tell you that to be encouraged today because Jesus is praying for you, but also the saints in America are praying for the brothers and sisters in Christ around the world. And, and as the body prays and comes into agreement with Christ for each and every one of your needs, you can be assured that you will feel the, the grace and the mercy and the love of God and the very presence of the Lord round about you. The Lord had us uh, name this broadcast, I Believe in Jesus, because of the written word and our faith and our experience in salvation. And I will read you the verse that speaks to my heart about this. You know, we're here on the broadcast to bring you Jesus. We know that many are listening that don't believe in him, that believe there are other gods, which truly just, when I think about that, breaks my heart because... They're, they're missing what real life is about. And I want you to listen to John 17 and 3. I'm not preaching off of this this morning. I'm just starting the broadcast because we're going to teach on how to enter into the rest of God. In verse 3 it says, And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. This is the written word of God, and Jesus is praying in John 17 that, that prayer. I read it again in verse 3, and this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. You know, Jesus wants you to understand that if you don't know him or believe in him as the only true God, then you're going to miss eternity with him. There, there's no other way to get to heaven other than believing in Jesus Christ. And I just feel very sober about that right now. And I, I have to interject that in every radio program that the Lord has given me the opportunity to do because this is the eternal way into heaven only by believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, the Messiah of the world, the Savior of the world. Some Jewish people may be listening to my voice right now. Well, hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you. He loves you, but He is the Messiah. He, you're waiting on your Messiah to come, and I'm telling you, I have experienced Jesus Christ through salvation. He is the Savior of the world. He's already come. He's already come. He's already died on the cross. He's already risen on the third day. He's already ascended to the Father. And he's about to come back for his believers, for his bride. And whatever your faith is, if it's other than this, you're on the wrong path. 
and you may not know it. You're deceived to believe a lie that there is another way into heaven and that the Messiah hasn't come yet. He has come. He's getting ready to come back again. He's ready to come back with a shout. He's ready to break the eastern sky. He's ready to come back for his people. It is written. He shall return for his people. And I just want to pray for those that don't believe right now. I, I don't believe in uh, making a format where I have to wait to the end of the program to do something. I, I'm led by the Spirit of the Lord, and I have a burden for the lost right now. And I would like all the believers that are listening to this broadcast to bow your heads and come into agreement with Jesus and I. Truth has been spoken. I read it again out of John 17, 3, and this is life eternal that they might know thee, the only true God in Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Lord, I pray your word. I pray that verse with you. Almighty God, that every lost person that's listening to this broadcast, that the Holy Spirit would be able to get the truth through. These people that are lost or backslidden, they don't have rest. They don't have peace. They can't enter into your rest. There's no way unless they believe the word of God. And Jesus, the Father, sent you. Jesus, you are the Messiah. Jesus, you are the Savior of the world. And I speak it in boldness in the Holy Ghost to the nations. Whatever other religion, whatever other God you worship, you're worshiping a false god. Jesus is the Messiah. He has already come, and he wants you to know that if you will only believe, if you will only repent of believing in another God and ask him to forgive you of all your sins and welcome him into your heart right now, he will come in and he will dwell with you. He loves you, and he will give you the promise that he will never leave you, that he will always be with you. But he is not coming back yet because he desires that none should perish and go to hell. He is waiting. He is tarrying that more can be saved. You, so you people that are lost and serving other gods, you have no real peace. You have no peace. The word of God says that the wicked will know no peace. You're looking for peace. You're searching for peace. Some of you are out there doing good works, thinking that will bring you peace and doing your works unto another God other than Jesus. And it's not bringing you peace. He gave you salvation by grace. We can't be saved by works. Oh, Lord, I pray they hear your voice today, Jesus. I pray that by the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit that people are repenting. You're wayward. You're going the wrong way. Jesus is the way. Jesus said, I am the way. Jesus said, I am truth. Jesus said, I am resurrection life. I am the resurrection. And I pray that, that you will fall upon your knees and repent of not believing in him and repent of all your sins and accept him as your Savior today. For the world is in turmoil. The world and the lost are in turmoil and wickedness is going to grow and evilness is going to grow. It is written. 
redeem and recognize that the times are evil and that they're going to get worse before the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we want you to come into salvation. We want you to accept Jesus today as your Savior. Psalms 37, 5 and 7 says, Commit thy way unto the Lord. That means Jesus. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. You can't come into the light of God without accepting him as your Savior. And once you do, as you commit your ways to the Lord and learn to trust in him, he'll bring things to pass for you. The word says, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospers in his way. Those that don't know Jesus, they may be prospering in material things, yet they don't know Jesus. What, you know, I think of the scripture that Jesus spoke in John when he said, what does it profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his soul? We're talking about accepting Jesus. Jesus is the only way to be sure and to be secure that you will have eternal life in heaven with him. But people are trying to get into peace and the rest of the Lord without accepting the Lord and no other God, no other God. There is no other real true God. People have made it and raised up millions of false gods, but there's only one true God, and that is Jesus Christ. And he's saying, rest in the Lord, wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. There's a lot of rich people, a lot of wealthy people, but they don't know God. So what good is all that wealth going to do them? What good is it to heap up treasures on earth and not know Jesus as your Savior? You know, when we leave here, when life is over on earth for each human being, we are going to face the Creator because the Word of God is what I believe. And it says that at one day, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus is the creator of all things. That's what Lord means. He's over all. He created all things. There isn't any other creator. Jesus Christ created all things. And one day, if you don't believe now, listen to what I'm saying. And one day, I pray you accept the Lord. But if you don't, one day, you're going to say, I heard a voice on the radio. Tell me that I would bow my knee and confess, Jesus, that you were Lord. And I didn't believe it. But now I'm doing it. One day, every human being just... Just think about this. Every human being, every human being from Adam and Eve on up until the return of Christ at, at the judgment seat and at the great white throne judgment of the unsaved. Every knee is going to bow. And even Hitler that massacred the precious Jewish people, killed Christians and Jews, is going to bow. And confess that Jesus Christ was Lord. You cannot enter into the rest and the peace that you're searching for other than accepting Jesus Christ and committing your ways to him. Don't pay attention to the wicked that prosper here on earth. What good will it do them? I'm repeating myself. What good will it do them? It will profit them nothing when they face Jesus Christ. 
you won't enter into heaven because you have money in the bank. You won't enter into heaven because you have the finest cars, the finest homes, the finest of everything. You won't enter in. You can't buy your way in. You must repent of your sins. Accept Jesus Christ as the only living, true God. And then you become the richest person on the face of the earth because then you're his child and you can enter into his divine rest. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. This brings you rest. This brings you peace. When you think on things that aren't honest, when you think on things that aren't fair, when you think on things that aren't pure, when you think on things that aren't lovely, when you dwell on these things that aren't of a good report, oh my, what happens? You have no peace. You have no rest. You can't enter the rest of the Lord. This is telling you, this is telling you what to think about. Think about things that are true. That means the Word of God. Think about things that are honest. Think about things that are just. Think about things that are pure. Keep your minds and you will be able to enter into the rest of God. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned, Paul said, in whatsoever state I am in, therewith to be content. How to enter into the rest of God. How to enter into contentment. Well, it has a lot to do with your mind. A lot to do with how you think. How disciplined is your mind? I challenge the body of Christ that's listening to me today. The wicked have no discipline in their minds. Thoughts just ramble. How disciplined is your mind, brother and sisters? Keep your mind on the good things. Don't dwell on the bad. I know not, he said, I learned how to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound everywhere. And in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. What do you have need of right now? I'm telling you through the scriptures how to enter into the rest of God. Contentment brings peace. When you're in the rest of the Lord, you know peace. You aren't, you aren't moved by every wind of the enemy. You aren't moved. You are like a tree planted by the water that no matter what circumstance comes your way, it doesn't shake your faith. You don't go into a state of mind where you want to give up. That's not, that's not the rest of the Lord. In the rest of the Lord is the peace of God, knowing that God's in control. God is sovereign. Jesus is awesome, and he's going to take care of you. He says, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I know that many of you in the nations lack material things. Some of you listening right now don't know where your next meal's coming from. And I'll be honest with you because I wouldn't be in the spirit of the Lord if I was anything else. I'll be honest with you. I don't know. I can't even comprehend what that is like. I had a season in my life where I was very poor. I wasn't raised a rich child, but I went through a season in my life later on where I didn't know where my next meal was coming from, but yet it came. Some of you have gone days. The Lord's telling me some of you listening have gone a long time without food. 
I don't understand that. Oh, I've been in fastings, but that's different. You're covered, you're anointed for it. You, some of you, so many of you right now, don't literally know where your next meal is going to go. And some of you mothers may be holding babies on your laps and listening to the cry of their starvation. I don't know what that's like. And all I can do is thank God that I don't and pray for you that if you know Jesus Christ as your Savior, He's going to carry you through. He's going to give you the grace to get through it. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. And Jesus, I pray that you will make a way for them to have a meal. I pray that you will move for them. Your children, Lord, you promised that the righteous would not be forsaken nor caught begging for bread. That bread is the word of God and I'm sending them a spiritual meal today. But I'm asking you, Lord, to provide them a natural meal. Lord, I'm praying for miracles for all those, my brothers and sisters around the world, and even the lost that are starving, that, oh, God, you will send laborers, Lord, and you will provide food some way, somehow. How could I mention it and not pray for you? Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavily laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and I'm lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. A lot of times the body of Christ, most of the time, we can't enter into this divine well of peace and rest, oh, and contentment that God has because we carry burdens that we shouldn't. We don't take them to Jesus. Sometimes we take them and then 10 minutes later we rush back and we pick them back up. He said, come unto me in Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30. And I and you, all you that labor and are heavily laden and I will give you rest. You see, there shouldn't be burnout in the body of Christ. There shouldn't be people that say, I'm burnt out, I'm, I'm stressed out. That's an American slang uh, phrase that we use, burnout, stressed out, overwhelmed. Instead of being overwhelmed, we're supposed to overcome. Hallelujah. It doesn't say a promise that the overwhelmed will inherit the kingdom of God and be in heaven. It says those that overcome. And we have to overcome being overwhelmed. And we have to, oh, go to Jesus and say, Lord, I, I've labored and I'm heavily laden. I think a new terminology for heavily laden is overwhelmed. And he says, come to me and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. I'm meek and I'm lowly in heart. And you shall find rest unto your souls. Church, I encourage you to run to Jesus. We need Jesus. Cry out unto Jesus. For his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Hebrews 4, 9, 11, and 14. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest. Let's work at it. Let's work at entering in. Sometimes we're so spoiled we just think, well, I'll just pray. God, just pour your peace on me. We live in a wicked world that has no peace. We live amongst people that are confused, amongst people that are overwhelmed, amongst people that hate, amongst people that love strife and contentions. We, we live all around it in the world. There are spirits of oppression in every nation. 
the enemy uh, as strategies to oppress the people of God so that they can't have peace because you can be so much more effective for Jesus if you walk in the rest and the peace of God. Be careful who you associate with. If you associate with the people that carry the wrong spirits, it will steal. Those spirits will steal your peace and they will steal your rest. So gather together with the brethren that walk in the spirit and help the weak to grow in the body of Christ to where they will come out of the flesh and the carnal ways of the old life and they will be able to walk in the spirit of God. If you're walking in the spirit of God, you can't help but have peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. So let's labor, therefore, to enter into the rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Now, what does that say to us? How do we enter into the rest of God? We have to be in faith. Lest any man fall from unbelief. When we get in doubt and unbelief, then there goes the rest of God. There goes the peace of God. We cannot walk in peace uh, if we're walking in doubt and unbelief. So there's another way to enter into the rest. Keep your faith. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that has passed into the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. If you want to enter into the rest of God, hold fast your profession of faith that Jesus Christ is the only true and living God. He is the Messiah of the world. He is the Prince of Peace. He is the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the world. Don't lose faith in Jesus Christ. Keep your profession of faith solid until the day of the Lord. Isaiah 30, 15 says, For thus saith the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest shall be your salvation, in quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Get alone with God and carry His presence and His peace with you throughout the day. Spend time with God. And therefore will the Lord wait that he may be gracious unto you, and therefore will he be exalted, that he may have mercy upon you. For the Lord is a God of judgment. Blessed are all they that wait for him. So many times we're in too big of a rush. We don't wait on God. We go into prayer, but we don't wait there. We don't tarry there. We talk, we pour out our hearts, and then we're up and out, running about, uh, doing whatever we have to do. Wait on the Lord. Tarry there. For in quietness and in confidence you shall find strength this is a promise from God out of the prophet Isaiah's very mouth oh my the Lord is thy keeper the Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand the sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night hallelujah what a promise that is glory to God God is good God is faithful amen he is good he is kind He is faithful to those that love him. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Cast thy burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer thee, the righteous, to be moved. And he said, my presence shall go with thee and I will give thee rest. O church, I pray that you're hearing the word of the Lord. I pray that you're taking heed to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you. He said, my presence shall go with thee and I will give thee rest. 
Oh, know that the presence of the Lord is always with you. Not always do you feel his presence. You have to claim this promise by faith. He told his disciples before he ascended to heaven, after, the, after his resurrection, he said, Lo, I will always be with you. He told them not to fear. There are so many in the body of Christ that are bound up with fear. Jesus, oh, he told us he did not give us a spirit of fear. We can't enter into rest because of fears. We have to go to God and say, forgive me. Take this fear from me. I want to walk without fear. The only fear I want is the reverent fear of my God. Oh, church, you can't enter into the divine fullness of his peace and his rest with fears alive in your heart. So repent of those fears. Amen. Jesus is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whosoever putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe and at rest. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Therefore take no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Too many people are living in the past. They, therefore, they can't enter into the rest of God. They, they have to let their past go. You can't go back and change what happened yesterday. But you can walk in the rest of God today and he can use you to make a difference in the day that you're in. To glorify him. The world needs to see that the body of Christ is full of peace. Because the world is searching for peace in all the wrong places. They can't find it. They find temporary fixes that give them a fake phony peace in many different ways. But it, it doesn't bring that everlasting peace that Jesus gives his children. So we need to submit ourselves to the Lord. Then we will be able to resist the devil and have to flee. And when the, when the enemy flees, we have peace. But the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you, and he shall keep you from evil. Jesus wants you to trust him. He says, blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. Because when we trust Jesus, we've entered rest. The minute that we stop trusting Jesus, then we've lost our peace and our rest and we're back in turmoil. So I pray right now in the name of Jesus for all of those that are afraid. There are so many people are afraid of evil tidings. Amen. They're afraid of all the evil that is around the world. They are afraid. So I pray for you right now that your hearts will be fixed on trusting the Lord. Oh, I ask you, Lord, to establish your people's hearts in trust. Oh, that they will not be afraid. Oh, my. I pray, God, that they remember your promises, that you will defend them, that you will watch over them. Lord, I bind the enemy of fear that is stealing the people of God's rest and peace. I bind the powers of darkness. Jesus, you stood up long, long ago in that ship when your disciples were trying to get to the other side and they were so afraid of the storm that has, had risen up. Lord, we see the dark clouds round about us in this world. But Lord, you said then, you said, peace, be still to that storm. And Lord, there's storms, there's many in the valleys. Many of your people are in the valleys. 
They're not on the mountaintops right now. They're going through things and they're afraid. They see the turmoil. They see, they may even hear the threats of the enemy that their very lives will be taken. Lord, they may have to look at their children who are hungry, that they can't provide them with a, with a home anymore, Lord. Many that are listening, God, may be in the jungles in many nations running for their lives. Lord, tell them, you remind them today through this radio broadcast that you know right where they are, that, lo, you shall be with them always. You're going to see them through to the end. You don't promise us luxury. Your word says that we will have to know your reproach and we will have to do some suffering here. But oh, I thank you, Lord, that your grace will be sufficient no matter what we go through. You promised. You said my grace is sufficient for my strength shall be made perfect in our weaknesses that we might even be able to rejoice and glory in our infirmities. I pray for the people that are truly suffering. I bind the fear. Psalms 46 and 2 is therefore we will not fear though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea we shall not be afraid we thank you lord though through god we shall do valiantly for he it is that shall tread down our enemies psalm 60 and 12 we thank you for these promises for our brothers and sisters lord that they shall do valiantly they shall do great exploits that know you you, Jesus we thank you that you are going to tread down all our enemies that we are the winner I remind you church of Jesus Christ children of Jesus I remind you that you are on the winning side so hold on just hold on a little longer just hold on to the hemline of his garment don't lose your faith don't let your faith be shipwrecked because of the evil one. Oh, no, not even the gates of hell will prevail against the church. We're on the winning side. We're on the winning side. Hold on. Jesus loves you, and he's watching over you, and he's strengthening you right now. Don't be afraid. Just hold on. Your God will never leave you nor forsake you. Put your trust in the Lord. He loves you more than I can ever explain. Jesus loves you. He loves you. And I thank God that some gave their lives to you today, Jesus. We'll be back with you next week on the I Believe in Jesus broadcast. We love you much. God bless. Thirty minutes. Exactly. Thank you. Thirty minutes. Oh Jesus! I saw women holding babies starving. <gasps> Children with swollen bellies. A woman listening. A black woman listening to the radio. All they had. They weren't in a house. They were just in the woods. God. <laughs> oh God! It may have just been a vision. God of showing me what people are suffering, but my God. Oh my God, I'm so selfish. Oh my shantere